Thank you for listening to the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. We here at the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast are simply fans of hockey, the New Jersey Devils, and professional wrestling, and are not to be considered as insiders or news reporters. Please note that opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of its hosts and occasional guests. Listener discretion is advised. Whether it's talk about the state of hockey. Just conversing about the world of professional wrestling. Oh my god! Chip, you know what? You just made the list! Oh no! Oh, here we go. Or other pop culture phenomenon. Rob and Dave give you, the listener, their uncensored opinions on the High Sticks and Super Kicks Podcast. The first period starts right now. Mr. Grinch. Yes, folks. Yeah, welcome to the Ice Sticks and Super Kicks podcast, the Christmas version. With your pals, with your pals, Santa Dave and Bobby the Elf. Oh, I'm Santa and you're the elf? Yeah. You're like a fucking foot taller than me. Should <laughs> I be the elf? No. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Christmas, um, Christmas Story. Oh, the one that the never one? gets played on TV. No, never. <laughs> and, not for, not, and not for twenty four hours. <laughs> I know. I think two channels do it now for twenty four hours. Oh well, well. I like, my my plan one year, whenever I probably when I retire is, and I have like n- there's no family, no cousins, no aunts, no nothing. Everybody moved away. You're I'm a loner. I'm just gonna sit there for twenty four straight hours and just watch it. On a loop. Whenever there's commercial breaks, I'll take a pee. Whenever there's whatever, when the time between when they're rolling the credits, I'll go warm up some, you know, oatmeal. So when Rob becomes a serial killer, yes. remember this. <laughs> this is probably going to be evidence of some sort. No. By that time, by that time, our podcast will have disintegrated and, you know, flown into the, the earth. <laughs> Fucking erase this podcast. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> I like Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. What? What? Yeah, that's my favorite one. Wow. You, you're not even like going like, you know, 80s claymation Christmas with the California raisins or anything? No, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Wow. Remember, it used to be like an event in my house as a kid growing mm, up. Nice. There ain't no hole in the washtub. Well, then again, all of the Christmas shows that they typically play nowadays are, are done in like, what, the, the day after Thanksgiving, so... Well, the Hallmark Channel plays them, what, all year. 
Oh, I, I just I just can't get into Rudolph when you know I just finished eating you know my turkey and stuffing. That's just whatever. But anywho, speaking of turkeys, let's talk about the devil. Turkeys. Yeah, let's get into some of that crease to crease talk, oh, huh? Well, if you recall last last week when we did our show, <laughs> we said, well, there's a potential to go in three, and we we're going to fire our coach. Well. We went we, what? We one, went, one, and one? Yeah, we went middle of the road, which yeah. is our team right now. Middle of the road. We whooped the Kings' ass 6 well, 3. Way to go. They're the only team in the league that's probably worse than us right <laughs> now. Um, well, we lost in overtime to the Ducks. Which we were winning, were we not? And we gave up our three own goals. I, I hate when I hear own goal, right? I think of like soccer, where like. And and this even happened when I was a kid when my dad was playing like in a forties league. He was kicking the ball back to the goalie, and, and the goalie, goalie wasn't paying attention. no, and he scored an own goal, and I was pissed at him. Pissed. I didn't even talk to him on the ride home. This is an over forty league. It doesn't matter. It just but, it just shows you that how easily a bounce can go change, either way. Can change yeah. a season. Yeah. Uh, can change like last year. That that doesn't happen. No. Last year, those bounces come for us. Like the defenseman falls down in the Detroit game last year when we played in Detroit. The defenseman falls down, and Gibbons gets the puck, goes to the net, and scores in overtime. We win. This year, it all that shit is happening to us. What is that? Is that just it's hockey puck, karma? It, it's puck luck. I call it An- hockey karma. Anti puck luck. The the shining example of hockey karma is. If you watch when we're in overtime, right. and we had the two on O, what team was that against? Where it was Nico, we both said it. It was Nico and Hall on a two on O. We come down, they make the save. Hockey karma is we gave you this shot to win the game. You, you blew did, it. You blew it, and almost like fucking clockwork, tick tock, tick bang, game's over. We lost because they come down the other end. That is yeah. hockey karma and right now the devils don't have it so you lose the overtime with the ducks three own goals so essentially it was i mean i don't know i don't remember the score i don't want to look it up either um no it was it was what like five five or whatever right like we 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 scored but they also let us score And, well, at least, hey, at least we hurt Ryan Miller so he couldn't tie or pass John Van Beesbrook and, and yeah, yawn. Um, and <laughs> I didn't, I mean, Corey let in probably, I'd say one or two bad goals. I think his issue, and I hope he's listening, <laughs> I, I think his issue is he's overthinking. He the the one goal I'm thinking of, and you like, why the hell? How did that get by him? Oh, the one where yeah, he was he was just facing the guy. He was just facing the guy. He he went down too early, and he gave him the upper part of the everything. net. Yeah. Rather than waiting the guy out, he he's thinking too much. Like, oh, this guy can't put it over my shoulder. And there you go. Again, puck, luck, or hockey karma, whatever you want to call it, that's what happens. And last year we got it. This year we didn't get it. And then if if we do play hard and we get bounces, it's the L.A. Kings game. Right. If we play hard but we don't have the hockey karma, it's the Anaheim game. And then there's the San Jose game where we didn't even play hard. 
And wasn't wasn't that the game that that he sat Votnin or was like pissed at Votnin yeah, because Votnin gave up. The, I, I want to say it was the second goal. We were up one nothing. They tied it the next shift, like I said, and then then I think they scored. They the, scored the next shift after that. Votnin came down, skated through the neutral zone fine. But the problem is, is when a defenseman skates the puck up through the zone, all the forwards that are ahead of him have to stop. So you had Votnin, you had probably Hall, Heischer, and Palmieri all sitting on that blue line. We lose the puck, and now it's a three-on-one the other way. Mm-hmm. Dump the puck in. Chase it. Go get it. And then set up. I, th- I think after after the Sharks scored that second goal because it was like That's bang, bang. I yeah, I, th- I think I, I put it on social media. I'm like, fuck it, I'm done. I, I just practical jokers, the Christmas one. It, it was just, I mean, yes, we lost to the Sharks in regulation 5-2. What should two. be the nickname of our team? What? <laughs> the impractical jokers. <laughs> practical jokers. Um, I, I mean, we can preview what we're going to do against Vegas, but yeah, Vegas is, 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 is warming up a little bit, you can say. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what team is going to show up on Friday. The last game we had was on sun, on on Monday against the Sharks. So now you have four four and a half days before another game. All right. So they played what Sunday? Yeah, and then they we played Monday. They didn't practice Monday because they had a game Monday. No. Yeah, they had the Ducks on Sunday and San Jose Monday. All right. Ba- so ba- then they back didn't, to back. They didn't. They flew back Monday Tuesday. night Tuesday. So they didn't do anything Tuesday. They didn't do anything Tuesday, which means he bag skated him today. Which he should. They, for for the whole hour? <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't even put pucks on the ice. I would tell the goalies, like, hey, uh go on a bike. <laughs> don't put your pads on. Just put your skates on. And skate. I would bag would, do you, skate do you the bag, shit out of them. Do you bag skate goalies? Yes. But everybody's on the team. Okay. But everybody's on the team. But I, I'm assuming that you don't necessarily keep them to the same standard as your forwards and defensemen, right? I, I heard this on another podcast um, about they were talking to Chris Mason, who played for the for, for Nashville, and now he does. I think he does TV or radio for them. Mm-hmm. And they were joking, like, oh, yeah, bag skating. Like, you fucking goalies are a joke. Like, <laughs> nobody knows if you're going hard or not because you guys all go at the same speed. And the goalie made a great point. He turned around and goes, I want to see you do what I do when it comes to a bag skate with 30 pounds of wet equipment on. <laughs> and then tell me that my, my, I'm not going fast enough. So I would bag skate the hell out of him. I would do defensive on Thursday, tomorrow. I would do defensive zone coverage. I would do breakouts. And I would do four checks. And then Friday, I would work on the power play in the morning skate and then go into the game Friday night. Now, DeBoer can go... Not DeBoer. Oh, hello. Um, Hines can can go one of two ways. He can go, all right, look, let's flush it out of our system. Let's have some fun. Let's try to lighten the mood. Mm -hmm. Or he can be an asshole. I don't know what he has done in the past, if he can play good cop or bad cop yet. I... The way that the way that at least they're being portrayed in the media when it comes to showing clips on the Devil's website and all that kind of stuff and and this kind of article that, that we're going to kind of glance over um, with the interview with Ray Shiro. I guess that he, guy's letter worked, huh? 
<laughs> yeah. Um, apparently, I would think Heinz seems to be that. He doesn't seem to be that kind of asshole. He probably understands that you need to work, but he also probably understands that if you overwork them, Heinz loses his job because everybody goes, all oh, you know, his mouth opens and all he hears, wah, 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 wah. But he's at that point now. You really, you, you think he's, some people are starting to tone, tune him out? Yeah, he's at that point. He's been here, this is his fourth, fourth year. year. Yeah. He's, I'm sure him beating the drum is just getting it's repetitive. Not, I, I don't think it's like DeBoer's where, DeBoer was just like, like robotic like Lamarillo. Or it was like, uh, you know, it was tough arena. It was, the, it was the same thing over and over and over and over and no, over. No, he has no problem. Heinz has no problem bashing oh, the no, team. No. And I, I am excited by the fact that he is holding people accountable. Look at what Hall did. Hall basically came out. And somebody asked him, what do you think about Heinz benching? And he goes, I sucked. I should get benched. I learned from it. He, and he basically like thanked Heinz. Goes, listen, you know, it it you know put me refocused. Well, what else me. is he gonna say? He, what but, is he gonna be like? Fuck that guy. <laughs> no, but you can. I, I honestly believe that you can tell with players if they're being honest or blowing the team line up your ass. You know what I mean? Like I get all hockey players are like you know raw raw team, but you can tell by tone. You can tell by the person itself. And he honestly probably came out and, and said, you know what? I deserve to be benched. What do you want me to say? Like. And he respects Heinz and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So, it, in theory, um, Mike Morial of uh, NHL.com had an interview with Ray Shiro, which... I didn't see this, so, so I could see the questions that they actually... Let's see. Let's, let's go ahead and cast this. The technology, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Technology. Look at this, That's man. That's a snazzy show. <laughs> now... Make them bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, That's what she said. No. so five questions with obviously runs every Tuesday on NHL.com. So Mike Morial decided to talk with uh, Ray Shiro, GM of the Devils, uh, mentioning his first question: "Question, what do you say to those emotionally invested fans who want to see improvement over last season?" Good question. I like this question. Last year he gave optimism and hope. Uh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Our fan base really uh, finally saw the vision that we were talking about the first two years through the drafting, development, making proper trades. You could see the start coming together, uh, established something where you could uh, see more talent, more belief, commitment, yada, yada, yada. The important thing about it is the sentence where he says, I have a five-year plan, and it's changing every day. Yeah, it has to. You can't go, I want to do A, B, C, and D, and stick to it when... Like we said, what's what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over yeah, and over well, and expecting different results. I know fans wanted us to go, and you're one of them, that wanted us to go out and make a big splash. And we tried. We we tried to throw our hat in the Tavares game, which mm-hmm. would have been nice. And, right. You know, we tried to make our runs, but the problem is right now is we're not a sexy team. We're not either. And if we go after a big fish... We're not going to, A, sign rehaul Heischer. Okay, that's A. Mm. B, we're going to overpay for them to come to New Jersey. And that's not working for any of those teams. You look at Edmonton. They overpaid for for Milan, and they overpaid for, for guys to go up there. And then what? 
Well, and the other thing is, look at the Rangers, and, and it's not shitting on the Rangers, but look what happened to Shattenkirk. Injured again, signs a four-year, you know, I'm going home deal. Yeah, but they could trade him. He's got a he's got a small enough contract. I'll take him. No, thanks. <laughs> All right, what's the next question for? Your thoughts on Taylor Hall and his third season with the Devils, and how Skip. do you think he? Huh? Skip. And how do you think he's handled his recent benching? We already talked about it. Hall, who won the 2018 Hart Trophy as NHL MVP, has one season remaining after this one. On his seven-year contract, he initially signed with the Oilers. Earliest you can sign him is July 1. How soon do you begin talks on a new contract? These are fucking softball questions. Yep. And why does John Hines remain the clear choice as coach moving forward? I like this question. I liked his answer. I wanted him to go a little bit deeper with regards to assistant coaches because personally I think that's where the issue is. Three areas important to me uh, in a coach are the ability to teach, inspire, and discipline. Well, two out of three, I guess, ain't bad. Um, that's what Meatloaf said. Mm-hmm. There's a fine line between being a friend and an established and establishing a relationship, and John has done that with his players. Uh, you've got to hold everyone accountable and can't defer to veterans. Who? So during Ray Shiro's time as GM of teams, right? What head coach deferred to veterans to say, go teach them? I, I, a, lot of, a lot of it. You're, you're taking it literally in the sense of on the ice. And you'll see it every once in a while. There'll be a face off and you'll see like Andy Green point to somebody or they're mm-hmm. there. I think he means that they're going to teach them. We do have a young team. OK, Wood is young. Um, Nico, Brat. Butcher, these are all young, inexperienced guys. On the other side, you have Zajac and Green. And Lovejoy. Um, and, and Lovejoy. And Palmieri where, to a point. Right, where they're going to teach them what it is to be a professional on and off the ice. Mm-hmm. That's just as important. But as far as Hines, I have a fear that like, if we get let go of Hines or, or fire him or whatever... <clears throat> it's gonna be, it's gonna be just like fucking DeBoer. He's gonna he's gonna get snatched up right away, and go to a team, and be awesome. And see, I, he has a five year plan. Hines is in his fourth year. It, it's one of those things as to where, and I understand from a business aspect of it, you want that cup, you want that cup, you want it soon, you want it fast, whatever. Rome was not built in a day. Yeah, if a coach has a great year last year, you know what? We overachieved. You can say that, and I think we did. We overachieved. Look at what we're doing. Look at what we did a year before, and look what we're doing now. We overachieved last year. But we're not totally sucking and tanking. No, I wish we would, though. See, that's that's a debatable point. So he says, John's growth path has mirrored that of our team, and I like to see that. He's taken a hardworking team. That, uh, he's taken hardworking teams and helped them accomplish more. Uh, he coaches his players to his players' strengths and helps them find a gear or aspect to their game that brings it to the forefront. He's coached immensely talented players that's become an MVP. Everyone has a great inside glimpse into John behind the glass access that the Devils provide, being a um, communicator, motivator, and direction, being a coach. Uh, you have to be honest with yourself as a coach, and sometimes that's not comfortable, but John has matured in that regard too. But when does it 
when right. does that turn into it? I'm um, tuning you out. Yep, that's that's exactly. I mean, there's a difference in what the GM sees of the coach and what the players see of the coach. And look, it sounds like Ray loves the guy, but on the other side, if the team is not performing, right? What do you do? And we talked about that last week. Do you trade somebody? Do you fire the coach? Do you fire an assistant coach? And I and since you brought that one up, I, I'm still under the, the guise of. There's a, there's a group, the defensemen, who have not grown. They've either plateaued, blipped, whatever, but they haven't grown in four years. My fear is that if you continue to have Hines and Nazardine being head coach and defensive coach, you have kids coming up that right now have a lot of fluff to them, being that they're you know Ty Smith and and the kid from Harvard and and, and all these other teams you know all these captains in in their junior leagues and college teams and stuff like that that you're just fluffing up saying these are the guys that are coming right, and then you throw them into Nazardine's world and it's like are you going to waste talent? Right. Uh, my expectation for Butcher was not of like going from you know Butcher to fucking Scott Stevens in a year. I want to. The fact that he's not shooting. The yeah. fact that there's like a confidence thing somewhere in there. Where last that goes year he was goaltending too. It, our defense isn't good, so our goaltending is seeing too many quality shots. Mm-hmm. They don't have the confidence in themselves. Uh, Corey definitely doesn't. Kincaid has confidence because he's making saves he shouldn't be making. So he's kind of got that peacockness where he's not as big as he really is, but yeah. he's fluffing up. Because he feels like he can make those saves. If you could take his confidence and put it into Corey. We'd have a 1 and a 1A. Yeah, but right now we don't have it. Now the next, I think the last question. Yeah, the last question they had for it was basically assessing Corey Schneider and Keith Kincaid. (coughs) Which I think everybody says the same thing. Corey's worked really hard. He's physically, he's fine. Just that he needs to find himself back into the net. And be the best that he can be. So he's kind of saying that he... The way I read between the lines, it's one of those, you know what, Kincaid's are a starter. He shouldn't be. Corey, you have to get to that level to get your job back, which, fine, and I think everybody knows that, but the head coach needs to put him in a fucking game more than once a week. Yep. Dude, put him in a, in a fucking back-to-back. Just just get his— He should play against Vegas. He needs he Corey? needs a win, Corey. Oh, yeah. He needs a win so bad, I think he's going to go— like, if he doesn't win before the new year, he might go an entire calendar year. Without a win? That, that, <laughs> and What are we going to trade for that? Oh, nothing. You, 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 Whatever value you have right now is simply being Corey Schneider is gone. We'll, we'll be gone. All right, got to go quick because we've got a lot to write about today. Okay, so let's see. Pierre Lebrun actually mentioned something about some topics that would make the NHL um, better. Uh, on ice, different formations. Uh, talking about you know with the, with the whole three on threes and and having teams go with like uh, on the power play having like four forwards and a defenseman or or going you know three forwards and two defense like changing up the way that people coach. Yeah, sounds sounds that way. Uh, power plays overlapping periods. Uh, he was mentioning this is something that's come up before in a small group of discussions. Uh, if a team has a power play extending into the next period, why not have a face-off in the offensive zone to start that period and no. not at central ice? No. No? No. I've also heard one where it's like you have a full two minutes. You could score yes. as many times. He, he no. mentioned that as, 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 a, as a thing. Because here's the thing with that. All of those records 
that get, you have get, get floated. Yeah, get, or, are now like so and so has the league record for power play goals. Well, now fucking Patrick Kane's going to get it because he's going to be on a full power play for two minutes and just be a shooting magnet. Like people give people say that about Brodeur that like if you take away Brodeur's shootout wins, mm-hmm. he doesn't. He might. I don't think he's that far ahead of Wah. But at the end of the day, he's still ahead of Patrick Watt. Right. Like, but what I mean I, is I know, like yeah. the numbers you, You've are, made him... You've made, you've he's put more him attainable on a for yeah. somebody like Lundqvist if they were to continue keep playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, extending three-on-three, three, um, time-wise, I guess, so that you no. have more time to show off skill. Um, Off-ice, three points for a 60-minute win. So now we're getting into that conversation that everybody has about how many points you get for a win? How many Again, point- you mess up the records. Like Detroit that won 70 games one year. Uh, You're telling me they would have had 210 fucking points? <laughs> okay. Uh, awarding the cup before uh, May 31st, meaning shaving off two weeks of uh, preseason in September, starting games earlier, and then not ending in June. Um, moving up free agency, which people have said is a problem too with, you know, to, to move it up from, like July is like a long time away from yeah but it gives you something to look forward to in the summer that, yeah now you're cutting yeah it's when there's dull days in the summer and you want some sort of hockey news yeah you need your hockey fix you look forward to July 1st uh, except if you're going on vacation uh, moving up the GM meetings I guess it goes hand in hand with the uh, with the free agency really, thing that doesn't uh, canceling the all-star game they should make the all-star game the winter classic or just make the stupid skills challenge a Saturday, a Sunday afternoon thing. Fuck the game. Who cares about the game? Well, what teams used to do is they used to have every team had a skills challenge. So, like, you would get to see, hey, who has the hardest shot on the Devils? Who's the fastest skater? Right. And then every team does it, and you just compare the notes, and then you put it mm-hmm. up on the fucking website. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, a one-game playoff. Mm, like bringing in a number eight and nine to no, no, no. Uh, have permanent World Cup Olympic rotation. Mm, that's a that's a that's yeah. But the players the players may want it. Yeah, the league doesn't. But the league doesn't want it. Cause yeah, because what happens? Owners don't want it. Because what happens if like Sidney Crosby and Malkin get both hurt. get hurt right. and they're out for a year? You know, lose your best guy. Yeah. And that happened to Tavares in the Olympics. I did hear an interesting. Uh, Improvement, one of the improvements for your game by oh. Andrew Ference. Okay. And he said... Who is Andrew Ference? He played for Boston. I think he won the cup for Boston. All right. He played for... Why am I going... Edmonton. He had some nasty things to say about playing in Edmonton. That when he was there, it was a party culture and the team really didn't care with... I think I remember something about that, yeah. Came out, he said it last week. <clears throat> but... uh the big thing that he said is, okay, so it's the last day of the season. You have your playoffs. Everybody who's going to be in the playoffs is set. The, the day, the last game of the regular season, the next day, so let's say the regular season normally ends on a Sunday. Yep, that Monday. That Monday, you have the eight Eastern Conference GMs and the eight Western Conference GMs. And if you finish in first and have home ice – you get to pick your opponent in your own in, league in or in conference. general. Oh, okay. So, like, let's say the 
Tampa Bay finishes first, and they go, do I pick the eighth seed where we might win, but we haven't played well against the Devils? Or do I pick yeah, the like- Florida Panthers because we're going to get all the people from Florida to come into our game and sell out or – or do you go? Or, or do you want? Or do you want to kill off the Penguins early because you know that if you don't get them early, you get them late, you're screwed. And he yeah. said, he goes, I don't think the league would ever go for it. He goes, I don't think the GMs would make ballsy decisions or explain why they did. But he goes, damn, would it be fun to watch when you're sitting there and you go, uh, Ray Shearer representing the Devils. Who would you like to play in the first round? And he goes, I know a lot of people would think we're going to go for the weakest team. Uh, we're going to play the New York Rangers in the first round for the rivalry. Mm-hmm. And now you instantly start rivalries. You take the underdog and the, the, you know, the expected winner, and you're starting rivalries. It's a good idea. Would they go for it? No, because then you're going to have you're going to have the Lemarillos who are sitting with their cigars and scotch. Um, isn't that another podcast? No. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, in saying, no, I don't want to do that. No. Conti, get me my fifth draft pick. Yeah. All right. <coughs> Davey, put on your Santa suit. Get get your best ho-ho-ho on. Because it's time for, for a little Mary Puckmas. Puckmas. So, um, so, by the way, happy holidays to everyone. Happy holidays. Yeah, fuck that. Happy Merry Christmas. Holidays. And for those who celebrated Hanukkah, those celebrating what Kwanzaa. What Swedish fans? What do the Swedish people do? I don't know. Happy Ikea Day. Happy Ikea Day. Send us some meatballs, please. All right, so we have a holiday wish list. We're going to go through these quick. Is Santa going to be naughty or nice to these teams? I don't know. Anaheim Ducks? They need defense. A lot, of, te- a lot of teams need defense. Yeah, they're... They're, at this time, and this I wrote this a week ago, they're like negative 20. They score a bunch of goals, but they also give up a shitload of goals. Which which I heard that during our telecast, and I was like, ooh, maybe we actually have a chance. Oh, we did. We scored five goals. Wow. Um, but they need to uh, play some defense. They have great young, talented offensive defensemen. Mm-hmm. Your Cam Fowlers and, and whatnot. But as far as defensive defensemen, they don't have it. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes, they need some consistency and maturity. And apparently an ice pack for, uh, for Michael Grabner's eye. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of ice packs, did you see the play in the game last night? St. Louis and I forget who they were playing. Florida. Right. Guy dumps it on St. Louis, dumps it in from the red line into the corner. Right. Same corner. It hits the referee and goes in the net. Are you shitting me? It's not a goal. It's no goal. Okay, so what if it it's hit... in the rule book. Okay, but what if it hit the boards and went in? Then it would be a goal, but no puck can go into the net. Off of a referee. off of a referee or a linesman, or it doesn't count. Okay, or a zebra. But it was an interesting... Wow. Interesting. Um, yeah, Arizona, they've got great young players. They go stretches where they win four games, and then they go stretches where they lose four games. They go stretches where they score 17 goals, and they go stretches where they can't put the puck in the net. Sounds similar. Uh, Boston, they need some confidence in their goalie. Rask hasn't exactly. He's kind of getting a little better right now, but they've been riding Yaroslav. Halak. Halak. Buffalo, they need the longevity. Can they keep this up? 
They've, they won 10 in a row. Then they lost three in a row. Then they won a couple in a row. Like they need to, they need to realize it's a marathon, not a sprint. Nobody wins the cup in December. Well, I mean, do you do you think that Skinner is going to work out for them in that effect? Working to, out now. <laughs> well, well, you know why? Because he's playing for a contract. Yeah. I mean, it's if you're in sports and you have a guy that says, "Oh, I'm in my last year of a deal." Watch him have an all star year before he gets his boatload of money. Calgary Flames. Uh, I think they need a goalie. Didn't we say this back when we started this podcast? <laughs> I think they need a goalie. Like their best goalie is David Riddick, and they keep going back to Mike Smith. Do you really want to go into the playoffs with either one of them? Because right now Calgary's a fucking wagon. They're on fire right now. No pun intended. Um, but they're doing really well with shitty goalies. But when the playoff comes, I don't know if I want either of those guys. Carolina. <laughs> A Carolina Hurricane. A big fuck-off poster. <laughs> because they were picked to be last. That yep. didn't work. No. They were picked to be out of the playoff race by October. Yeah. That wasn't true. No. They are made fun of for their dumbass winning celebrations. Yeah. But they keep winning? Well, fuck you, because it works. <laughs> the Chicago Blackhawks. Cap space. Can they get cap space? That was another idea that I heard. What? Um, Unlimited cap? <clears throat> no. That if you're, rather than make the Hosa is getting traded and Datsuk and Pronger are getting traded to make cap space for other teams, as a team, you should be able to trade your cap space. Like, let's say the Devils have 20 million in cap space. 20 million in cap space, and Chicago needs needs cap space to re sign Patrick Kane. Sure. We go, we'll give you $5 million cap space for a first-round pick this year. And if you want more cap space next year, we'll give you – we want a second round or this and this. So now we're tr- we're giving up our own $5 million, so but in exchange for draft picks. It's almost like how baseball – you can trade your international pool money and shit like that. Uh, you know what? If you have it. If, yeah. Rather and, and, than and take something on like a fucking Datsuk who's never going to play again. Right. So you just say, oh, Pavel Datsuk was a devil, right? Yeah. No. But Col- yeah, they need – the problem with Chicago, and I've seen blogs and, and posts online about, like, how Chicago has had such a great fall. Well, no, there's an easy way to look at it. They you, did it to themselves, no? You're paying five guys, like, between them $50 million. And the cap is, what, 70-plus? Yeah, it's <laughs> – <clears throat> and then you get rid of the guys that are difference makers. You're buffling. You know, even though Boland wasn't really like a superstar, but he was a difference maker. I mean, he won the cup for them against Boston. But, you know, that's that's what they need. Columbus Blue Jackets. They need an answer. They need an answer. To, is Pernarin going? Is Bob going? They need something because they should. This, the longer this drags on. The worse for them. The worse it is for them. Colorado Avalanche. Uh, a lucky rabbit's foot to make sure nobody on their team gets hurt. Because especially that top line, they are unbelievable right now. I think Landis Cog or the other one, what the hell's the other guys? Uh, Miko Ratnan, mm-hmm. they have like 50 points already. I think somebody tweeted out, oh, you know, Ratnan had a great season. He's got 50-something points or whatever. Wait, this season's only a quarter done? Like he's like he's gonna get he's gonna get a great contract in the offseason because of these fifty. Wait, 
They're not done yet. <laughs> right. You know how you want your mind blown? He's got 50 points. Points, total. Points. points. In like 30 games or 35 games. Gretzky had 50 goals in 39 games in one year. <laughs> goals. The Gretzky foot. They need, a, they need a lucky Gretzky foot. Dallas Stars. They need secondary scoring. Because once you get past that top line of Ben, Radulov, and Sagan, mm-hmm. name me another player on that team that's not named Jason Spezza. Mm-hmm. Detroit they Red Wings. Real fans now. Boy, is that team fucking a bandwagon team. Fans. Oh, yeah, we're great. We're the best team. We'll sell out the Joe Louis Arena when we're good. Now they have a brand new spanking arena. All the best amenities. We were there once. And their team sucks. And now... Nobody's there. Nobody shows up. Watch those games. It's like watching a Devils game in the Meadowlands in the 2000s. <laughs> they change color of their seats to, like, tan. So they're red, like they... so they look like they're jerseys. Edmonton Oilers, oh boy. Someone other than 97 and 29 to play. Because their their team has so many holes in it. Their defense isn't good. Their goaltending isn't good. They fired their coach. They have a new coach. I'll take I'll take um, is he is he five over there still? Larson? No, he's six. I'll take say I'll take six. They we'll just don't have that. Back. They don't have anybody that wants to take the ball other than the million dollar man. Then. <laughs> 97 Mc, McDavid and Dreisaitl like nobody's like fuck it let's go we're, we're gonna maybe maybe that article was right by Andrew Ferentz that they have like a party attitude up there do do it Carolina do it Buffalo do it Vegas did last year just balls to the wall right yep. Flor- Florida Panthers they need a moving company <laughs> because they shouldn't be there anymore then you have you have, a, you have a damn good team yeah. They're going to they should be in Quebec. I hope that they don't move them to Houston. Because then that would throw up all the co- the conferences again. Ooh, LA Kings, we <laughs> talked about this last week. The Fountain of Youth. Mm. Because they are an old team, like I said, they're they're picked to win. They were picked to win like, you know, 3 two, years ago. Yeah. And this coach is not going to make them younger. No. Nope. Not putting Kobe on the ice. Is... Apparently an injury is not putting him on the ice. Not the coach. <clears throat> Minnesota, wild. Uh, I got them three gifts. Balls, attitude, and direction. Bad. Just, just one? Because, yeah. Did I write? No, I wrote balls. No. <laughs> one direction. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck> you. <laughs> That's right. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, too. Um, they're They're like... They're, they're happy, they're happy to, to be they're there. happy to be there when they get in the first they round of the playoffs. playoffs and, all right, we're in the playoffs. Cool. And cool. And then they lose. They get smoked. Like, they need somebody to be like, we're not going to be like this. Like, they need someone. Know who would be great on that team? Like, Bufflin. Like, that's just going to literally grab this team by the throat and say, fuck it, we're getting past the first round. Uh, Montreal needs a new, new GM. GM. Yeah, I would before Mark Bergevin fucks up a good thing and trades Max Domi for not speaking French or some bullshit like that. Nashville. Nashville. Uh, rest. You're, you don't need to win every game. Yeah, lose a few. Make it to the... Just 
you're a team that's built for the playoffs and don't get anybody hurt. Take your time. You, I think you realized when you went to the cup final what it took. The next year, last year, you thought it was going to be easy. And Winnipeg kind of took it to you because they were young, hungry, and scrappy. That's a Hamilton reference. Um, Did you get that reference? No. no. Read a book. <laughs> Devils, of course. Defense. Like the Devils have the least skilled or threatening defense in the league. There's nobody I'm scared of offensively, physically, or defensively on our team. Fine, you you only, you only Miles Wilder can go no, no, ninety five. I meant defense. I meant oh. our, our six defensemen. Oh come they on! They can't pass. They can't. They won't or can't shoot, and they don't play defense. You have to do two of the three of those if you're going to be a defenseman. Like you could be an offensive defenseman and like you can pass and shoot and skate, but not really play defense well. Or you could be a defensive defenseman and make a pass and play defense, kind of like a Danico did, and not be able to shoot. We don't. None of our defensemen do any of those things. We're, we're lucky if we get one. Like, you know, and Andy Green's an okay defenseman, but at times he can't shoot or you so, can't pass. So then let me ask you this question before we jump on <coughs> to the Islanders. You know, let's live in fantasy land. Scott Stevens says, I'll fix your D. Fine, you instill him as the defensive coach. Can he teach that snarl? Yes. Yes. Because you'll be scared to let him down because, you know, the next day in practice, he will beat the effing loving shit out of you. <laughs> and then backskate you. New York Islanders. They should have John Tavares's Toronto Maple Leaf sheets hanging in their room as motivation. to be Sheets? That, yeah. You didn't see the picture when he signed with the Maple Leafs? It was like Tavares when he was like 12 years old oh, in his yeah. bedroom with yeah. his Maple Leaf sheets. Mm. I mean, they're getting it done. They're a better team than the Devils are right now. Of course. I mean, and 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 who picked that to happen? Yep, not us. Not Christmas us. Christmas is coming early for them. I mean, the fact that they're only a couple of points away from being still in the playoff picture. You have to. You, all right, you know what? For for their season right now, thumbs up. Absolutely, you, they're, you, they're you, us this year. Yeah. The Rangers. The direction they need a compass to find out where. What are we rebuilding? Are we trying to win? Are we going to sell off everybody? Like, I don't think they know yet. Didn't didn't one of the guys in like on a Swedish podcast say basically like, I'm just waiting for the day that I get traded? Like obviously and from from European speak to English, it's like a really bad conversion. So it really it's like one of it came off as like I think it was Matt Zuccarello. I think it was one of those like Fucking trade me, but when oh, what he's he trying to get traded? But what he really said was like, you know, really, I'm playing this game. I'm trying to do my best, but really, it's I'm just waiting for somebody to say, "Hey, yeah. you're being traded." Yeah, the, and it came off way worse. He's going to be traded. Hayes is going to be traded. <clears throat> um, Brandon Smith might want, be traded. You want to trade Kreider for Wood? No. You still get like the Kreider. speed back. You still get the goal scoring. I mean, you have a little bit of you know that little glue put nah, together. I'll take Wood. He's yeah. probably going. He's on a cheaper contract now. Mm-hmm. He is uh, fiscally responsible for our team now. Atatoa? Silence is golden. Just nothing bad <laughs> else happened this season for so, us. So, so, that, so that wrestler death watch, <laughs> let's convert that to the Ottawa Senators watch? Yeah, it's just one more month of nothing happening. Like our owner not being a shithead and our players not talking in Uber 
And, <laughs> but you can't. You can't. Even this month, Eric Carlson comes back, and I heard that the like the the I will remember you video was like so shitty that uh, it was like still pictures they, of Carlson they, on the ice. They couldn't even do that right. No. Oh. The Philadelphia Flyers. <clears throat> the same thing that people have been saying for years. <laughs> a record player. Because everybody keeps putting on the same record. We need a goalie. We need a goalie. We need a goalie. Year after year after year after year. And even when they had him, they picked the wrong one. They could have had Bobrovsky. And no. We're going to go with Ilya Brzezgalov because bears are scary. <laughs> Look, Bobrovsky was okay. He was okay. The only him. problem was that he probably did too much acid in Russia. I don't know. No, Brizgalov. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. He, he probably did too much acid in Russia. Too much vodka. Way is big. <laughs> Pittsburgh. They need an alarm clock because they need to wake the fuck up. Well. They're I, way too talented a team to be like three points ahead of the Devils. Jim Rutherford is, is trying to. He's yeah. at least putting the snooze on. He, he sent out feelers for Kessel. For what? Because then you're going to turn around and go, oh, man, Malkin and Crosby need somebody to play with. Oh, we traded that dude. Yeah. So what are you going to get? Sometimes it's weird how, like, rumors go out. Like, I, I look at how baseball is in the Mets. Like, baseball's not happening. There's free. There's a free agent period right now. There's owners' talks, and there's all these little rumors coming out. And then somebody just said, you know what? What if it's their own team setting out these rumors and all that shit? Or the team that you're trying to trade for a player for, or setting accounts. them out to, yeah, like burner accounts to raise the price of what you want. Yep. Like they're just screwing with you. I hear the Yankees are going to get Harper for $700 billion. And then, like, the Yankees are like, who the fuck is putting that number out? <laughs> it's going to be higher. San Jose Sharks. They need a chemistry set. Mm, yeah, they were saying, I think at the Devils game, they were saying that, like, Carlson and and Burns are kind of getting it together finally, and they're, they're they're another one. They're too good a team. They're just lucky they play in the shit one of the shittiest divisions right now. Danico even said that because you added Carlson, now everyone else on the defensive pairings is going to get less minutes, obviously, and they need to understand what they need to do better in your limited amount of minutes. But that not only that, you're playing against different people now. So yeah. like, I look at somebody like Burns and Vlasic or. Uh, Justin Braun, like Justin Braun and Burns played together against the other team's maybe second line. And now with Carlson, you got to go, all right, well, who do I trust more in defense, Burns or Carlson? Because one of them has to play against the other team's top line. Mm -hmm. It's not the same. You know, you're not going to be able to put the same offensive punch that Carlson did in Ottawa and Burns did in San Jose before they were together because now they have to focus too much on their defense. So, Tampa Bay Lightning. Nope, we skipped St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis needs a, a new one, a referee. Did you see the fight that they had in practice? Jesus, yeah. That's cool. Hey, you know what? Why can't we do that? We I should. We should. Wake, wake our team up. Because our luck, it would be Hall, and he would punch somebody. And, and break, break his, his arm. arm. Yeah. Or we could do like that stupid, um, that, the, that high school kid or college kid or whatever, the, the video oh, that the you video posted. I posted with the fucking two hand on the guy's Jesus. back. Jesus. I've seen shit like that in person before. Don't you, you just want to wring kids' necks. Like, what is wrong with you? Get off the roids, kid. I like to think that it's bad parenting. Okay. Uh, St. Louis needs a compass because all the talent on their roster, Yeah. why are they lo- awful? 
Well, they've gone through what? They're they're going through their sixth goalie now. <coughs> like like the moment they released Johnson, boom, he got picked up. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think Johnson was a one of those like after the day after the fight went up to the GM and was like, "Trade me right fucking now." <laughs> Tampa. Uh, they need a time machine because they need the playoffs to start immediately. Uh, they're in older Nashville, like they're yeah. and. The longer the season goes on, the more likely those guys are gonna get they're gonna be out sooner. dinged up. Yeah, and then it's you know again it's a marathon. Toronto, they need to make sure that Austin Matt. They need a hyperbaric chamber. I had to look that up by the way. That's why <laughs> for spelling. Yeah. <laughs> um, because they have to make sure Matthews and or J T don't get hurt. Well, you even said Matthews. What he's coming off as entry is his entry level deal, right? And and what do you want the Devils to do? Oh, I want him to offer offer, offer that fucking sheet. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Do you? Okay, we'll go on there just for a second. You really think that he's worth four first rounders? Yes. He's a generational talent. And that's not going to fuck us over, giving up four first rounders. Maybe. But you sign him. New Jersey becomes an attractive place to play. If I can get Ray on the phone for you to t- there are jobs that the Devils have. Go, go interview with them. See what happens. Yeah. When you talk to Hugh Weber or you talk to who the other guys say, Ray around? I got a, I got an idea. I'm not an analytics guy. That's okay. Fake it. <laughs> I'm not I don't YouTube believe, it. I don't believe in analytics. I think that they have a point a purpose right. for you, certain things. Yeah, you can't. But you can't read it like, oh, this guy, Ben Lovejoy's got a great possession yeah numbers. meanwhile we're sitting at 124 going fucking trade him what get rid of him doing on the ice right now yeah all six of us are like fucking love joy <laughs> vancouver they just need uh guns and roses song patience <laughs> because they are going to be a good team okay fucking Pedersen is unreal and him and besser are a good one-two punch they're gonna get quinn hughes uh at the end of this season, because he already said after this season he's leaving Michigan to come there, so they'll have a good defenseman. They if they could, they have a decent goalie in Thatcher Domenico, I think his name is. Sure. Um, so they have the parts there. They they just need to be patient. Like that, don't burn the fucking city down if they don't make the playoffs. The uh, the, the party town, the Vegas Gold Knights. I put swag. And they're starting to get it back. They need that kind of chip on the shoulder that they played with last year. And now they're starting to do it. They could use some chemistry, too, because you're getting rid of a guy like James James Neal, and you're getting rid of who was the other guy on that line. I forget. And then you bring in Stasny, who's Who's now hurt. Yeah, he's not going to be around for most of the season. And Pacioretty, good replacements, but... The chemistry isn't the same. Mm-hmm. Washington, <laughs> Washington Capitals. They need a blood transfusion, <laughs> or as you put, they need new livers. Yeah, because they, they're. I want to say that their blood is still three proof. <laughs> Not that they're doing bad. They're still no, playing well. I mean, Ovechkin's doing really well. Yeah, what do you have? His twenty-first career hat trick the other night. Yeah. Last night. He is the only one, depending on how long he wants to play. And this is what, his like 10th year? 
right? When did the lockout end? 2005. So this is his 13th year. Mm -hmm. He would probably have to play for another seven, eight years, and he would have to average no less than like 30 goals. I'll do easy. Easy. Yeah, you say that now. You, but he still has a snipe. He's also 30. Okay. He also. You don't get better as, at age. This isn't wine. Okay, but he also down pretty much every every ounce of alcohol in, in the world this offseason. L- look at Kovi at 35. He didn't go back to Mother Russia. No, but I'm just saying, age catches up to you to get close to Gretzky's goal record. Okay. <clears throat> it would be nice to see. It would be a nice whatever. It was nice. I remember when Gretzky broke it. That was one of those things that ESPN actually put on. Who? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> the mothership, what? And finally, the Winnipeg Jets. See, Nashville and Tampa. <laughs> Just press forward. <laughs> Just press fast forward on the season. Uh, if I had to pick the three three out of the four teams, it's Nashville, mm-hmm. Tampa, mm-hmm. Tor- well, four, Toronto, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Winnipeg. Unfortunately, none of those teams will be able to get past the conference will that we'll get to their conference finals because they all have to play each other in the second round see and that's when you throw the gm thing and they go who do you want to play next not them <laughs> we'll wait on them let somebody else try to try to take them down well no it wouldn't it it wouldn't it'd still be set up like one and then let's say they play let's say tampa finishes first and they go fuck it i want to play toronto in the first round the next bracket, let's say it's the Devils and the Rangers, because mm-hmm. the Devils finish second now, or they finish like third or fourth. That it would still be bracketed that way. Okay. So you would just reseed whoever the highest seed is. Saying it's okay. It's only the first round. I mean, gives a fuck. Jump off of the ice and into the ring. Ding ding ding. With some. <laughs> oh yeah, another wrestler dead. What? Who? <laughs> oh. Who was it that I said? We didn't even make it 24 hours. No, we already did him last week. Was it? No. Yeah. Time flies. That's okay. I'm sure somebody died and we just don't <laughs> know who it is because... Is you... Craig the Hammer Valentine still alive? Yeah, I think so. I'll put him on the watch. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's been on the watch. Do you see his... He, he has like cirrhosis of the liver. I don't know. He we... had that when he was wrestling. Oh, wow. He looked purple. <laughs> just like Dusty Rhodes' birthmark. Anyway. He is. He is... Your raw wish list. Aww. A champion that shows up to the show every <laughs> night? Is that too hard to ask? That would be a Thanksgiving miracle. A, a, a champion who wrestles every Monday night? Or at least... Or at least is on TV? Is on the show? Yes, and not just promote or, or a, a flash in a commercial for the pay-per-view three, month, three weeks away. A meaningful feud that is not ridiculously predictable? I think it's like a, it's like beating a dead horse. We go through the same things. That we're we are at that age where we've seen it, we've seen it done again, and now we're seeing it a third time. And it's just not, it's not fun anymore when it's the same script. Burn the damn thing. Be new. <coughs> Be more funny. Hire, <laughs> hire us at least for like a three month stint. Yep. I least. drive I drive by the WWE offices almost once a week now. Uh. A young charismatic superstar who organically grows through the ranks to be a fan favorite. What is this? WWE 19? <laughs> like, they're doing it 
sort of right with yeah. Strowman. They're doing it sort of right with Elias. Hmm. But then they're they're just forcing the Roman Reigns in it. Some like Braun Strowman, has he had any other belts? Uh he had the tag belt. <clears throat> he had the tag belt with the fucking six year old at WrestleMania. But he's a guy that should be in the Intercontinental fight right now. Bobby Roode is a guy that shouldn't be a tag champion. Hey, give him a U.S. title. Give him a U.S. title. Do something. Even with a young guy. Like, I think I, I've said this before. Like a young guy. Show him in the trailer and then all of a sudden he pulls out the European champion. I'm a European champion. Like as a joke and it becomes a fan favorite. And, you know, and then works his way up and does like an open challenge. Like I'm tired. I'm tired of Baron Corbin. Period. Like, you could just stop right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just tired of Baron Corbin. And it's not his fault. I know he's being pushed into this role by Vince. But I'm just tired of every time he has a match, he starts to lose. All right, it's a no-holds-barred match. It's a, a no-DQ match. It's a this. It's like it, we talked about predictability. It's like enough already. Enough. Now, what's going to happen? He's. We have tables, ladders, and chatter, chairs this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. He's supposed to wrestle Braun Strowman. Bon, Braun Strowman. He's going to annihilate him. Is, has apparently had surgery. I don't know if it's real, if it's a work. Oh, with the or, with the the elbow thing right. he had. Yeah. So let's say he's really hurt, right? But here's what's going to happen: Baron Corbin's going to come out to the ring in his microphone and his fucking Edie Brickell vest, okay? And he's going to stand there and go, "Well, Braun Strowman's not here, but I feel like fighting." So who should I fight? And that's when they're going to bring out the new fucking dude. What's his name? Lars. And he's going to... Lars Sullivan. He's going to come in, and the match is going to be about two minutes. They're going to Goldberg match, okay. And they're going to destroy him. And then it's going to lead to a feud with those two. And they're not... It'd be stupid if Lars lost that. Right. Because then you you just only throw a character out the window. Done. And then, again, if I'm doing this, writing this... Lars just constantly, week after week, no matter what Baron Corbin does, DQ match, tag match, constantly keeps winning. Constable on a pole match. Right. Constantly keeps beating Baron Corbin. Constantly (laughs) keeps beating him to the point where Stephanie shows up and goes, you're no longer in charge of Raw. We brought someone else in. A veteran. Dun, 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 dun. And the fucking place explodes. Uh, Hogan. Done. Done with Hogan. I know, but you you want a ratings push? I don't know. I don't want a ratings push. I want a good I want I want to be able to watch Raw again. Like religiously. Eight o'clock's coming on. Do I take a crap or do I watch Raw? And then, I'm waiting for the crap on commercial. And then what I would do is have him come in, brother, and be like, here's what we're gonna do. Everybody has zero wins from now until the Royal Rumble. The amount of wins you get is the you know, the amount of balls or whatever you have in there. And that's going to choose your number. spot in the rumble spot in the rumble. Cause now you can have like a Dean Ambrose versus so-and-so match and you don't know who's going to win. Well, you know, well, you do, but you do, but you don't. Yeah. And what the fuck are they doing with sleep? What's his name? Heath Slater. I don't know. I, I told you, I don't, I don't He's roll a ref now. 
He had a match last week. Him and Rhino had a match. and Well, he's got kids to feed, fired. right? Right. The loser was fired, and he beat Rhino, and Rhino's fired now because he's 900 years old. Can you one guy from ECW that's still going, Rhino? Yeah. But that's he was it. like a trainer for a while. Well, the Dudleys were still going. Yeah, that's true. Rhino's, I think, the last uh, one. Tommy Dreamer's still going. Uh, like spot, like Spotty. He, he's he's <laughs> a Dreamer's in, in TNA. <clears throat> and not in Practical Jokers. Mm. And then I want a writer who can write wrestling comedy. Adult wrestling comedy. Not like, you know, the Val Venus porn star. But like something that will make adults go, <laughs> that was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> Like back when The Rock and all them would would would. Well, that means you have to have talented characters. Now you, you just you don't have to have like Elias is good. Let him write something. Give give creative him yeah. something creative to talk about rather than just singing the song. Because all you're doing is cutting and pasting. Hi, I'm Kurt Angle. It's great to have an, a real champion here in Cleveland. You know, yeah. making fun of the town. That's all Elias is doing. Yeah. Uh. He's, like a, he's a heel. Flair, if you want to go way far back, when he's like, the, you know, I'm gonna fly out of this town and I'm gonna have sex yeah, but, with all your yeah, women. But, but he can do that in fifty states, and I would still watch it fifty times. Yeah, but just somebody who like not everything has to be serious, and that was what was good about the Attitude Era was, yeah, you had Austin and he was serious and he really hated Vince. But, you but then you wrote the bedpan incident. You wrote the bedpan incident. You wrote the what? Yeah. Like, how fucking stupid is it? But it, it was so contagious. That they do it now. Right. He can show up now and everybody would say what? what? And the people in the crowd probably weren't even alive then when what happened. So, moving on to SmackDown, which, believe it or not, is a different show. <laughs> I, since they put that like whole Shane McMahon thing, it, it has been. It's it's you, it's like the WWE has Raw and SmackDown. Before it was like Raw and SmackDown. It, it, was, it was just like a, it was like a continuation. Yeah. They hit to be continued on Monday, and it happened on a Tuesday. Like now, it's two separate shows. I would say have a meaningful championship feud with a killer WrestleMania ending. So who's the champion right now? Is it Daniel Bryan? No. Yeah. Is it Daniel Bryan? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who would we like to see him? Who is going to put on not just a great match at WrestleMania in April, but who is going to be able to match him right now on promos? You want to know who? He's retired right now. He's Chicago. CM Punk. Yeah, but I mean, like, who on the roster? Now? Cena would be a great one, too. Oh, that's almost like your your Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage kind of thing. Like, and I'm not talking because Daniel Bryan has a beard. It's like that. That's. But you could also throw the whole reality TV into that. You could, if you wanted to, to to be that adult-ish. But that would be a great killer feud, leading up to a a WrestleMania match. Where, to be honest with you, I don't care who wins that match. If Cena wins, doesn't he become the all-time winner? Hmm. Like he beats Flair. He beats Flair's right. All right, so that's a WrestleMania moment. Sure. Or Daniel Bryan wins, and he has that Wrestle moment, reign, that Russell, WrestleMania championship moment that he never had. And you know what? You just have those two flip the belt back 
from now at the Royal Rumble to April. First, yeah. And you just build up the feud between them two. I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna, you know, revoke. I'm gonna put my my rematch clause. Sure. Okay. So now the Royal Rumble, Daniel Bryan keeps the belt. The next pay per view, Payback, I think it is, is Cena wins the belt. The next pay per view in March, you know, Daniel Bryan wins the belt back, and then they lead up to I want. You you essentially in in the SmackDown portion of it, you have summarized our. When did we start? July. Yep. July, August, whatever. July, I think it was, right? Yeah. Yeah, July. So July till now is what six months. You have summarized SmackDown in our six months of podcasting in these four points. Yep. You did. You did a good end of year summary, <laughs> and it all wraps nicely into a Christmas list. Putting in a stable, which we would love, like a real fucking stable, like yeah. like a Paul Heyman run stable. stable. Like yeah. put Heyman. I don't know if I said this to you or if I said it on on the air or off the air. You put Heyman. Yep. Ronda Rousey. Yep. Brock. Okay. Fine. And have and, a tag team. And I, what did I say? Connor. Connor McGregor. Oh yeah, for, yeah, and I and, and I shot them right. But put somebody that like is real fear. That, a Brian Pillman, like that someone that you you can go, man. I don't know if he really pulled back on that punch. Where they're real fighters, like you know that those four people could really fuck you up. Huh? And put you, and you know what? Throw in a tag team too. Put um uh what do you call it um the the A team the eight because they were the stupid camo. Um, what are their names? Oh, AOP. Yeah. See, but no, I would go. I would go with who's fucking Shelton Benjamin's partner? Huh? He has one. I thought that. I thought the kid was was uh, Bobby Roode's tag team partner. Now, who was the other one on the American Alphas? There was two of them. Whatever. But you put Shelton Benjamin because he was an angle together because they were they're Alab- real wrestlers. Okay. You do something. You, so you can well, t- bring Hogan in and start a new NWO. Mm. With who? It doesn't matter. Cena but that, and but no, but Triple H. It doesn't H have and... to be that. It, it, it could just be take some, like they did with DX. You take relative unknowns and fucking Billy Gunn and... And Road Dog, yeah. And Road Dog. You throw them into a tag team. You take somebody who's a European championship-ish uh-huh. wrestler, okay? And then you take an intercontinental champion and then a heavyweight champion, and there's your stable. Okay, to do the ball club. There's your next NWO. The ball club? Yeah, do the ball club. What's uh, Eric Young's group? Insanity, right? Insanity, yeah. The, 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 there you go. Think about it. Fucking, yeah, fucking Eric Eric Young. Showtime Eric Young. Back in the, TNA. TNA. He was, he was like the... The, the well, joke. Yeah, he was like the, the um, brother Runt. Yep. <laughs> He was on the, he was the Spike. Canadian, he, he was, was in the Spike, Canadian team. Yeah, he was Spike Dudley in TNA, and now he's a freaking gold, golden mid Carter guy. Gold. I'd like a feud for Nakamura. With who? Orton again? No, like AJ Styles again? Samoa Joe again? Move him to Raw. Where's Kevin Owens, by the way? I don't know. Is he, is, is he hurt, or is he waiting for what his best friend to come back from being hurt? There's another one, Mike. He's hurt. He shouldn't be home. 
He shouldn't be home. <laughs> he, he should be he, on his, TV. Yeah, working a mic. Even if it's a joke thing, like he grabs a fucking what? clipboard and he's watching championship matches and taking notes and he's on at the, just, just for championship matches and he's like, oh, I'm just taking notes here, you know, to... So when I come back, I know exactly how to beat these guys. And then you make a kind of funny thing about it. Like when he does come back and wrestle, he's got not a clipboard because he's got a ton of Jericho. He's got a ton of papers to, to run, of papers run through in the corner. Yeah. So then he runs out of the ring and he's like, yeah, but it's, yeah, okay. You're going for the entertainment value, but I think that's too gimmicky, but it is too gimmicky. It works, but, but it but works for what's you today. have him snap. You have him snap and he rips up all the papers and he just, I can I can see Kevin Owens his character. Vince says, "Okay, you kind of have carte blanche to do that, right? Because it'll work." But Kevin Owens gets himself fired because he when he snaps, it's literally he'll look into the camera and go, "Fuck this!" Like like, and he'll lose his job because he went way over the line. No, nah, I don't see him doing that. I see somebody like Brock doing that. And then bring Vince back, put him back on TV. To do what? With who? With you you, br- you you brought him back? Bring him back as starting a new corporation. Okay. I can, I can deal with that. But remember, you brought him back when they were doing the whole women's evolution thing. And everybody was looking at it like... What you don't see is me doing the jerk-off motion. Right <laughs> <laughs> There's your attitude error, folks. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't do you, have you have you lost the the Vincent Kennedy McMahon or the Mr. McMahon character? When he comes like, out people go nuts. <clears throat> Him, Triple H, Austin the Rock, even Cena, those when those guys come back, pops. It's it's a pop. When there's a pop, then you see Vince McMahon comes back. You know, like granted he's what well, got to be in the 70s. Vince comes back. It's going to be on Yahoo. Yeah, it's gonna be on ESPN, and everybody, and then everybody's gonna start asking, "Well, is Stone Cold gonna come back?" And there's your, there's your, like, there's your buzz, right? And then there's your, you know what? Our ratings just went from a two to a two four. Well, you know what? You just made a big bump. It's true. No, I agree with that. <clears throat> All right. So, and of course, we go with <laughs> what the. F- is wrong with Dave? Look, there, we, we did we, we did we this before. A whole two hours of this. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm sitting on a couch. I can lay down and we can. <laughs> no, no. See, we we brought it out the first time. We 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 tested the waters and we got really good feedback. So we was like, "What the fuck is wrong with Dave?" Because he liked One Direction. To this day, I have no problem defending it. No shame. And we've made every person that's listened to this podcast freaking laugh with it. So we wanted to bring it back before the year is out. And we'll bring it back probably when we come back in the new year. But Topanga? Yeah, man. Topanga was so hot in Boy Meets World. Topanga? I want you to Google what she looks like now and tell me. I've seen what she looks like now. I saw Girl Meets World. Okay. So think about our age, right? When we were. Topanga's age? What, 14? In the the show? 13? Yeah. She's not much younger than us. She's like, what, maybe two years younger than us. Okay. She had. Huge boobs. <laughs> Huge. Puppies, pucks, whatever. Yeah, she, and she was like kind of pretty, but like kind of. She wasn't kind of pretty. 
Well, I mean, she. I mean, she was pretty in a different way. Okay, she wasn't she, that she, like nine oh two. Sure, yeah, I was gonna say she was nine oh two, or she wasn't Saved by the Bell. Tiffany Amber right, Thiessen. Tiffany Amber Thiessen, although she was, they they mm-hmm. kind of have a similar build. Okay, but like the fact that like Topanga, it's like wow, this is a girl our age <laughs> on this show, and like wow, <laughs> Topanga was hot. I don't think I'm wrong in saying that. If you think I'm wrong, by all means, tweet at us and let me know. Because I don't think I'm wrong. Topanga was... I'm going... And Topanga, totally way too hot for fucking Fred Savage's brother. <laughs> she should have been with Ryder Strong. That's that dude's real name. The Which brother. guy? The not brother brother's name is Ryder? Not the brother, the... The, the friend? friend. Ryder Strong. That's his real. That's not his porn name. That's his real name. <laughs> wow. If you go into wrestling, you have to be Ryder Strong. You have to well, be. Well, they already had a Zach Ryder. Is he that's still a, with them? Yes. Apparently. <laughs> Where the fuck has he been? Do, doing tours, you know, two hour uh, um, wrestling figurine signings on behalf of the WWE, like Virgil and his table underneath overpasses. That's Going who, back to my stable, Black Lives Matter. Can you go back to like talking about Topanga's hotness? Because she was solid. <laughs> solid. She was solid. <laughs> there, but yeah, she was. She was. But because it was a kid show, you never got to see her that much. Right. Because like it was a kid show. It wasn't like nine hundred two one zero where every once in a while you'd see like Tiffany Amber Thiessen in a, like a. Like a bathing suit or a fucking ass dress or something. Well, what'd you drop there, pal? Get a little nervous? <laughs> I dropped my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, that is line of the year. <laughs> Just drop my dignity. Oh, shit. 2018 was fun, folks. 2019 should be better. High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. HSSKpod.com. Your home for the perfect blend of wrestling and hockey talk with your pals dignity dave and <laughs> is, there, is there such word as dignityless dave <laughs> i don't know oh man it's it, this has been a fun what six 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 months yeah it's been fun yeah. it's good doing this it's good time like we said we've brought this from, from from the hockey section to to a podcast, and it works. Believe me, folks. You're you're wondering, well, how the hell did this start? Literally, you are listening to what happened during games. Yep. This, mm-hmm. These are conversations. Like we would talk about wrestling when it's a Tuesday night game <laughs> against Winnipeg, and nobody's <laughs> fucking there, and we're losing three nothing. Seven seconds into the game. Because what else are we going to talk about? I mean, really, what else are you going to talk about in a shitty game like that? Topanga. Topanga. We would have thought about what is wrong with Dave talking about what we really should be talking about what the fuck is wrong with jay and his gambling anyway that's another story (laughs) (laughs) or the fact that he travels to ridiculous places to watch the devil games and he's always on tv always always on tv folks always by himself (laughs) you know what hey you just dropped your dignity with topanga (laughs) hsskpod.com we're on itunes we're all over the place we're on twitter we're on facebook Follow us everywhere. You can email us, hsskpodcast at gmail.com. Contact us through the contact page on the website. All that funny stuff. Tell your friends. What is, what, what is your, uh, your your gimmick here on this show with the podcasts? 
Can Wait. I say goodbye? No, you're the, the other one you got. The one about telling doing the oh, yeah. thing to your mom's like phone. And yeah, grab your parents' phone, grab your grandparents' phone, grab your Grand- six-year-old phone and <laughs> hit subscribe and then hit unsubscribe and then hit subscribe one more time just to make sure you got it. No, t- t- of course. of co- And download everything. Download. Uh, we want to see spikes. It's the holiday season. Give the gift of HSSK podcast to your family and friends. When you're sitting around the, the, the holiday table and everyone's looking at their phone, go, hey, let me see your phone for a minute. And then you go, subscribe. And then you're going to go, what are you going to, what did you just do? And you go, I gave you the gift of hockey and wrestling. From your pals, Santa Dave, Big Bobby the Elf. Toodles. Merry New Year. Ho, ho, ho.